Well, we could cheers because we're in person. Oh, Let's one, do two, it. three. Clink. clink. <laughs> oh, wait. We just said clink. You could do that digitally. Okay, let's do it without saying clink. Clink. Fuck. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do... Just give me one more okay, try. Okay, 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 okay. Clink. I forgot to actually clink oh, it. Oh, fuck. Uh, all right, so I'm going to break my glasses. Um, and I'm blind without my glasses. Yeah. Yeah, so... You need a gin and tonic to see straight? So yeah. Let's cry for help, buddy. Let's cry for help. Um, so, welcome, readers. We're in Canada, live in Vancouver for... British Columbia. Radio 1, Bush Columbia. Um, today you're going to learn about news, sports, dog food, haircuts, and more. Yeah. That's a great way to introduce our radio show. I think so. And then we sing our theme song, which is, I went to, to the, the podcast. podcast, I went to the podcast, recorded a podcast, listened to a podcast, it was a podcast, it was a podcast, 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 podcast. I should lock the door just in case any of you me. <laughs> Close, yeah. I don't know if anything has gone. The closer I am to pod. Closer we pod to pod. It's all sounds, baby. It's a little too comfortable. Speaking of sounds, do you want to do an ASMR tour of your yeah. apartment? Okay. Okay, so you walk into Cole's apartment. Into Cole's apartment. There's, there's, there's carpet. Well, before you walk in, there is a door. And the door creaks like this. And then when you close it, creaks like this. And then you shut the top lock and the bottom lock. I shut both because I'm a verse. Verse pride. And you pour yourself a gin and tonic. Do you think they've got the tinglies? I think that's... And then you turn on the TV. I'm Kaminsky. Ba-dum-bum. And this is my method. I am Breaking Bad. <laughs> now I spit. And you walk into the kitchen. And to the fridge. Sounds like this. Eeyaw. Eeyaw. And you open the jar of pickles. It sounds like this. I was expecting a better pop. Yeah. You put it back, and now you have crud on your phone. <laughs> crud. Yeah. I love the word crud. Turn on the stove. Stove sound like this. Turn on the sink. Sink sounds like this. Oh, <laughs> Olga, Olga. Cupboard, do this. Olga, 
Spoon, make this sound. Why did you fuck my wife? DVD of Chappy says, Chappy! That's the tour of Cole's apartment. Yes, I hope you enjoyed it. Now you have a really full sense of what my apartment's like. Despite being able to be there, I think you can just visualize exactly what it's like because you heard it from the sound from the ASMR video. It's all there. It's a medium visual. Okay, what about a visual medium? That's like someone who sees a picture and then yeah. they know the future. Oh well, that was my joke in like episode three of like oh, of really? Nuno's of like yeah someone season uh, it was one, like, uh, season one uh, visual medium. It's a, yeah, someone who can see pictures well. <laughs> Is it a visual medium? We're repeating our jokes here. We're bad writing. We're down because of budget cuts. Um, oh, I thought we were just mimicking their podcast where they repeat their jokes yeah, and stories. We are, actually. It's a little sarc- uh, satire. So this podcast is a satirical take on DC Pod War. <laughs> um... So, Emily, what have been your top ten albums that have come out between Tuesday and three Thursdays ago that have a singer in them with a, a, female, a female vocalist um, and a guitar? Chappy. Chappy. What about you, Cole? Um, I'm really into the new U2 album, personally. Oh, did it download automatically onto your phone? Like Actually, it uploaded all of my personal data into U2's <laughs> servers. So now they have all my credit well, card info, my SSN. Yeah, it's gone the reverse because that a better app. So instead of them going onto your phone, your phone's now on YouTube. Extorted yeah. by Bono. So Bono has been watching so much Gilmore Girls on my Netflix account. It's insane. Oh, we should talk about your opinions of Gilmore Girls. Yeah. All right. How far into Gilmore Girls are you? Four. Episodes? <laughs> yeah. They are very long episodes. Right. It's, it's, I, was, I keep saying it's the most low-concept show. And you say this, and yet you're a Seinfeld fan. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, okay, that's different because it's a drama. It's, it's, and it's a four, that's a tw- the episodes are like 20 minutes, and it's more like, that is a clearer pitch of like, this is a comedian, <laughs> it's like, and, and yeah. Gilmore Girls, I think is low concept because it's like, they ran for me to say no episodes, but like mm. twice, there's twice as much Gilmore Girls. Yeah. And I'm four episodes in, and there it's great. There are two of them, there's there only them. one Seinfeld. Right. Obviously, they well, need no, more there minutes. Well, no, there's parents, so there are three Seinfelds, the three Seinfelds. Okay, well, there are five Gilmores. You're right. The grandparents. Five. I haven't met. I've only met four. Spoilers. Oh shit. Spoilers. Wait, no, there are four. I just couldn't count. Okay. I thought there were. There are three grandparents. The grandparents are in a polycule, actually. <laughs> it's, oh no no no! There are five there. Okay. Spoilers. No. Uh, but in a, I'm like, how are there still like conflicts a hundred episodes in? How are there still like? Because um, the, the plot It's of, all about talking fast. Right. But like... And being where does, But you can't just talk fast. Like, that's how the show... But like, how? what is the plot of each episode? They're just enjoying talking fast, and there's always a new mother-daughter fight. Yeah, exactly. That's so like, how are there still fights? Jesus Christ. Yeah, because each episode... Well, there are like three plot lines each episode. And each episode is like, the mother is having a fight with, insert, either daughter or her own mother. B daughter is they having trouble with, with school slash Luke, the diner owner. True. But is that a plot line? 
I feel like that's just nice. I'm talking about like what are the episode plot lines. Oh. They they there are a lot of and then well there's the Will Rory where's Rory going to college thing for th- yeah. that they've milked that for three seasons. But does that like function on episode is there an episode of like There'll be things like uh Rory like cause she she transfers from public school yeah, to uh-huh. private school. So there's like conflict with her like rival in class right. and there's but like how many episodes is that? her realizing she doesn't have enough extracurriculars and blowing up on Lorelai. Right. Um there's like her being sabotaged on the school newspaper. There's so much school based. I think of like thirty plot lines of yeah, the school based and then there yeah. Yeah, there's so much. Because you need to have like the show. Yeah, I guess. And you know, Lorelai's business and Suki, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the show is about the um, introduction of McCarthyism into American life, Um, and Rory and Lorelai Gilmore are two recently disavowed communists. Um, They disavowed communism because of McCarthyism. Um, and instituted by Melissa. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. What, yeah, Melissa McCarthy. Sorry, if you, that was the uh, instituted McCarthyism, um, which makes her all see her movies about Sir James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the thing about Sir I, James Corden. The thing about Sir James Corden is I did not realize that he was a straight man. I can't until believe you. This week, I was like, oh, you know, gay people are annoying. Like, it's fine that he's like this, but if he's a heterosexual. I'm he he's he not was allowed gay. to be as annoying he's as like he is. He's so straight. He's like the straightest man I can think of. He's not. He's so fucking Who's straight. Who's the straightest man you can think of? Sir James Corden. That's not Is he is he a sir? No, it's just a okay. it's just a Connor O'Malley joke when he says Corb fucker. Of course he's not a sir. He's Okay. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, but the Queen's Yeah, but the Queen doesn't watch BBC three comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, she watches late American late night. Yeah, the queen is like, oh, I'm up at six in the morning to catch Sir James Corden. <laughs> okay, but do you think the queen's into everything else? Like, I don't think the queen's into Elton John. No, because he sang at Diana's funeral. Oh, yeah. So of course he wouldn't be. Like, do you think the, who do you think the queen's favorite beetle is? Who? The, her favorite beetle. Her favorite what? <laughs> Her favorite insect, the beetle. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but okay. Um, you want two enchiladas? I'd love two enchiladas. Thank you, Cole. Uh, for those who can't see, Cole, we, we had enchiladas last night, and then we're eating them again tonight. Um, yeah. Which, okay, this is maybe a good segue into food of the year. So Ethan, Ethan asked Michael last episode of DC Pod about what their food of the year 2020 is. You know, interesting question. Very, very interesting question. Um, one that I thought about and did not come up with an answer to. I have, I feel like I have a lot more ingredients of the year. Um, What's food? Yeah, things that I cook. But it's not like, you know, like an everything bagel or like yeah. uh, a brookie. Um, 
No, it's like dry chickpeas. Yeah, but that's it's a my, food. That's my food. It's not of a the meal, year. but it's it could be a meal actually. But unfortunately, as boring as it is, that might be it. I also ate a lot of ice cream in twenty twenty. Huh. Um, this summer, because Sophia eats ice cream every day. That's crazy. And then I got into it, and I was like, you know what? Honestly, this is this feels great. What have you been eating in twenty twenty? I've been really into um, silica gel. Ah, forbidden snack. Yeah, they give you a little sachet when you buy, like, a, I don't know, a cable. Um, or shoes. It's really good on rice. You keep buying Skechers and then returning them, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it says do not eat, but that's because if everyone knew how delicious it was, uh, you know, the demand would go off and they wouldn't have enough to keep things dry. Um, no, I don't know. So... I don't know if there has been a food of the year for me. Because I, I feel like I just cook a lot normally. Yeah. Through on the pandemic. And, like, the first month was, like, gotta stock up on beans. I've eaten so many beans. Right. But I feel like I ate a lot of beans before. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sourdough a little. Sourdough. I don't know. Um, I've had. I haven't made a single sourdough on mm. pandemic. Oops. I, I mean, just, a, like the just making sourdough is what I'm saying. Like, the start of the sourdough. Yeah. Um, but I think, I don't know, this is hard, because I don't know what has changed. Like, I've eaten some avocado toast, I ate that before. Like, I've eaten, I mean, making my own hummus, but I've made that before a couple oh, times. Yeah, you know, I've been so earlier in the pandemic. I've been, and like, I feel like my buying habits change from month to month. Like, one month That's I'm true. like, I'm all in on eating this for breakfast, and then I'll change it. Do you feel like you've had one sort of like most interesting or best thing that you've cooked? I don't think so. I don't. I got really into gochujang for like a month or two. Oh yeah. I'm putting that in everything. Um. I have my little tub. Yeah, big boy. I it like, well, I got through it in like three or four weeks. So I That's wild. All right, stop. Just put it in like a stir fry you're making or I made a lot of like no, I got into some fried things. Like, I made, like, buffalo tofu. Ooh, that Like that, or Korean fried cauliflower, like that. That sounds great, too. Mm-hmm. So I did some fried stuff. I had some ice cream for the week or two when my cousins were here. We're in... My younger cousins were in Connecticut. Um, I don't think I have a compelling answer to this question, Ethan. I have been, to quote the French, stumped. Mm-hmm. Like a tree post lumberjack, I am stumped. I made a flourless chocolate tort. Mm. That was like, I, I like that and yeah. was impressed with it. Um, I, I've made a couple mm. soups, I guess. I don't know. I made a bunch of some pizzas. That was good, actually. Oh, yeah. I made a fair amount of pizza over the summer. I made pizza over the summer, yeah. too. I think the sourdough was really good for that. That was neat. I loved when we all made our own pasta. That yeah, that was, was a great so night. Sweet. We should do it again. Pasta too. I think, yeah. I still have that semolina flour. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I'd make pasta too. The electric boogaloo. Um, yeah, I mean, there were a couple months when I was growing my own vegetables, which is cool. Oh, but then same. I don't have that anymore. Um, oh, <laughs> actually... 
I gotta take a mint because my mouth is burning from hot sauce, but Ooh. I do actually have an answer to this question. We're eating Trader Joe's hot sauce. Which one is this? The hot pepper sauce. That's good. This is, yeah, that's my favorite hot this. sauce. Yeah. I actually, this and the yellow bird um, habanero are my favorites. Um, okay, so when we were working on the canvassing operation in October, mm-hmm. we like didn't have a fridge or anything, so we'd like eat out or bring some food. Or I brought like lunch, but then I'd get really hungry. And sometimes we would like be like, oh, we're going to Chipotle, some of us, or yeah. Sometimes we go to the diner and pick up food for all of us, and I get an omelet or something. Or like I just go myself, and some other people have brought their own sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um, and about two thirds of the way in, this guy named Justin arrived. Justin. Justin. He's the southerner, the, like the other white guy who was hired to like troubleshoot except the only problems was that our boss was an asshole and had like tried to be cheap and like not hire too many people which is yeah mistake um and so he just basically acted as a barrier between the big boss and us so that we wouldn't have to deal with him which was very helpful yeah but like he didn't actually offer any solutions but one day he was like well you guys shouldn't have to be buying your own food <laughs> we were like True. why didn't like he was like yeah we can pay for your food and we we're like why did you they tell us this now. Now, yeah. You've been with us for days. Well, yeah. Being like getting Chipotle. And Justin also gets his own Chipotle at like 11.30 every day. Um, a.m.? Yeah. Huh. Um, so he was like, well, you guys, if you find some pizza, we should do it. Uh, but we had found a place the other day. And it was not that good. And Cindy, one of the people, was like, we're not getting it again. And... She was like, whole find pizza. And I was like, I can't, like, I have something to do right now. Like, I can't. But I was, like, looking a bit, and eventually everyone's, like, so hungry. We're ordering the same place again. So we got the shitty pizza again. But we found one good place and bookmarked it. So the next day, Justin was like, oh, we ordered pizza from the other place. And we got this great, like, square pizza. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. Got five pies. One was vegetarian. It was just really, it was really good pizza. Um, and we are like, great, Justin, now, like, buy us lunch. And then the next day, I came upstairs at, like, 2 or 3 p.m., and, like, the pizza was there. And it was the same, the not only one? from the same pizza place, no, it was a new order of pizza oh. from the same place, the same five pies oh. from La Rosa Pizza. And we were like, oh, okay, oh, I, like that place. I guess we're eating pizza again. <laughs> but, like, we're not, this is fine, like, we're not, <laughs> we don't want pizza all the time, Justin, because he, like, went to Chipotle himself. Yeah. And we're like, okay, next time, tomorrow we should do, like, Chipotle. Because there are a lot of good places nearby, but not that would order for, like, a lot of people. Um, Yeah, South Philly is, like, great little holes in the wall. Right, exactly. And the next day I was was downstairs helping canvassers. And I came up and he was like, try Chipotle again. Try Chipotle this time, but it was too hard to order the group. So uh, I got that pizza again. And I was like, great. And then he was like, I gotta have Chipotle, though, Cole. Like, I don't know how you, like, I wish I had your stomach. (laughs) What the fuck, I can't keep eating this. And I was like, Justin, I can't. Like, I feel like shit. <laughs> like, I crashed at, like, 3 p.m. because I've just eaten bread and cheese. Yeah. And you got the pizza three days in a row. So now it's four days in a row we've had pizza. Four out of the past six days because we ordered it two days before the first time Justin paid for it. We've had pizza. And so the next day at 11 a.m., I'm like, I will help you get the Chipotle order. So I, the reason is that there is a problem with, like, there's like an order sharing thing where you can send someone a link and they can add their own Chipotle order. 
And that wasn't working, so I literally just either texted people or, like, brought my laptop around the office and, like, crouched next to them and was like, what do you want? Um, so we got Chipotle in, but the problem was is that we ordered at, like, one forty-five for 2 p.m., oh. which is not good. So Justin went, and he came back, and he was, like, in tears for, like, a 40-year-old white man. It was very, like, and he was, like, it was, it was just so disorganized. It was so inefficient. There's one person who's just doing orders online and orders in person. And it's just, you know, he came back like 40 minutes later. And Chipotle's like five minutes away. And he's just like, it was, it, was, it was so, he was like tra- having difficulty speaking. And Justin is like, he's basically the consultant, the group. So ah, he was like, like Allison's dad. Like Allison's dad. So he was traumatized by the inefficiency of the Chipotle process. Hey. And that's what like drove him you near know, tears. Sometimes something's not optimized. <laughs> I know, it I wasn't am optimized. Sad. And he was like, I can't go to Chipotle again. It's too traumatic. So the next day he just ordered pizza again from the same fucking place. And was like, it was Chipotle was too traumatic. It was too traumatic. So then the day after, I was like, I will drive to Chipotle and pick it up. Like, I will do it, Justin. He was like, okay. And so we got Chipotle again. But <laughs> but I think in total, it had been six out of eight days we ate pizza. No, it was close. Because I think we eventually got five times from the same place. So, And two were from the place before. So seven out of ten days, we ate pizza. Five of those are from the same pizza place. I was, like, getting to the point where I was taking all the meat off the meat pizza, just eat a cheese pizza. It was just so... And we had, like, a pile going to the ceiling of, like, pizza boxes. It was, like... It was fucking awful. plenary? It was just terrible. Like, I felt like shit every day just eating cheese and bread. And it was really good pizza the first day, but I... So I'm never going to La Rosa Pizza ever again. Never. Whoa. I can't do it. I've had it too many times. They're the place with the dollar slice, That's right? Rosa's Pizza. Oh, yeah. Yeah. different. La Rosa is better pizza. It's like big square pies. Yeah. Yeah. La Rosa. In Remember South. Rione where we used to go? Yeah. Missed it's a good that. place. Rione's a great pizza. It does squares by the slice and it's right by Demovish. So if you're going we to Demovish, yeah. yeah, you got the pizza. I miss the like short-lived time when we would get an Italian meal and then go to Demovish. Yeah, the that was great. Uh um, Michael was Michael. Noah and I went to Ginocchi in and South Street, and then we and went I to see watched the Last Man. Black Man yeah. in San Francisco, which is great. But the Gnocchi was incredible. The I think movie was incredible. Movie was incredible. But we're talking about Italian food at the moment, and that <laughs> want to say, Michael, if you remember that meal, it was great. It was Lovely, very expensive. Yeah. We went in, sat down, and then they showed us the menu with the prices, and we were like, oh, yeah. "Row, Oh, I've looked at their menu but online. I'd I take my dad or something. That was gonna be my like special treat for myself when I like got a promotion mm, oh yeah or got my raise at the it's end good. of the year we get like birthday dinner as well so. yeah but yeah where did we go for your birthday last year oh it closed um it was really nice it's like farm yeah pharmacy like pharmacy that's it pharmacy. yeah I was right in there it was great um yeah. I never went there for brunch apparently the brunch is incredible Ooh. you know who's apparently has good brunch is Don Barriga yeah, I've never been there. Really? It's yeah. good. I should go. Um, Miri does this thing where they just order a, a side of rice because their rice is really nice. Yeah. And like a side of beans and it's $3 each and they just, you know, like can eat that for several days then. Whoa. That's so smart. Yeah. Miri's a fucking genius. We don't yeah. talk enough about how Miri Johnson is. 
Brilliant. I feel like I just snap my fingers too smart. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I would get, like, a, a meal, and then I'd get the side of rice and meat, and that would, yeah. like, I'd have, like, one nice, that's smart. But also, last time rice I and meat, you can make a lot for $3, too. But theirs are, like, such high quality okay. that comparatively, like, I, I considered if I would was spending right. more money on rice and beans from there or if I made them myself. Yeah. And the way that I make beans for them to be good, yeah. I would need to spend more than $3. Huh, really? What do you put in your beans? I'm I'm a fan of a lot of, like, pepper and uh, tomato. And, oh, yeah, see, I just I, like... I use chilies and jalapenos. Mm. Well, for me to make really good beans, I mean, they have to be, like, dried, I think. And then I just... Yeah, because that's how I think... And that way, they're so cheap. Yeah. And then you just put some aromatics in there, like half a onion, the value, garlic. the value of my time. Right, but no, no, but it's super easy because you just put it on the stove for, I like, mean, three I, hours. And yeah. you don't have to do anything. It's I less time than walking to Don Yeah, Right, but I'm saying is that it's not that time intensive. It's less time than it would take to walk to Donbury. Yeah. It's about planning, Cole. Right, but you just Something plan like do. 3 p.m. And I'm like, I'm going to make beans tonight. And then you just have it at 3 p.m. Sometimes that seems insurmountable. That's to fair. Me. Yeah, well, but no, well, all I'm saying is that it is cost effective, I yeah. think, to make your own rice and beans. And I make some good rice with shit in that as well. So I like my spiced rice when I make it with yeah. some onions or shit. So. It's my take. I'm sorry this is really not good quality uh, content, but uh, tough. some thoughts you, we have about You know, we're busy people, so our podcasts are less frequent than yours, which means you have to hang on every word. Um, Michael, we have to hang on every word. Michael? Michael, are you listening? Yeah, that's, that's why I said prophecy? Michael's name again, because I think yeah. if Michael weren't listening, then I would just say Michael, <laughs> and then the retention would be gotten. <laughs> I hope I'm right Like there. a dog. But then, of course, no. Not Bobka. Michael's, Bobka yeah. doesn't listen. Yeah. That's why Michael hates cats, because they don't listen when you say their name. Yeah. They're too smart for that. <laughs> They're like, who are you calling Bobka? Bobka. Who are you calling Bobka? You know, why aren't elephants the smartest animal? I guess their brains aren't that big, actually. They have incredible memory. Yeah, but they're not smart. Well, okay, that's like I, such a... That's... No, I had a conversation about politics with an elephant. It was so normie. It was bullshit. Oh, the elephant... Well, elephants uh, are famously Republican. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, but they all voted Romney in 2012. Republican or... Rom- elephant Republicans. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally the symbol yeah. of the Republican Party. And there's a precedent for it. A precedent for it. Thanks, Jumbo. <laughs> Thanks, Jumbo. And why are all elephants named Umbo? Jumbo, Dumbo, Fumbo. Mumbo. Mumbo number five. Mumbo's number one through four were elephants. And then five was the song. Whoa. Yeah. Lou Vega, if you're listening, let us know We'd the truth. We'd love to have you on the pod. I don't know what I would say. I think it would be so hard to yeah. have a conversation with Lou Vega. I'd just be like, so tell me about Monica. Uh-huh. We could, ask, about, him, we could yeah. ask him 36 questions to fall in love. Yeah. <laughs> How do you fall in love with Lou Vega? 
I don't know. I think he gives you pretty clear instructions. He does. Just a little bit, yeah. I just can't stop thinking about how that was like a DNC, <laughs> um, like anthem they were gonna have in '96. I didn't. And then they that. looked, listened to the lyrics, which <laughs> a little bit of Monica. <laughs> so they axed that pretty quickly. That's really funny. Yeah. I love moments in music. Do you ever think about how Monica Lewinsky is an anti-bullying activist now? <laughs> anti-bullying is the coolest activism. <laughs> I'm sorry. You want workplace organizing? Environmental justice? No, we're taking real issues. Cyberbullying. No, she's like in-person bully. Uh, no, no, I was just saying cyberbullying is the <laughs> best type of activism. Yeah, I'm an activist and organizer. What do you organize? <laughs> Bullies. I organize them to be less bullied. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they like the bullies unionize so yeah. they can be more efficient bullies. <laughs> Think about it. Sean King, but for bullying. <laughs> Please, we need your donation to stop bullying. I will not say where the money goes to. But we need it to stop... Bu- Do you want to end bullying? Hey, you punk. <laughs> Fuck you. Give me your money to stop bullying. Oh, what if all Do you... Do you think... Good. Got some ice on the floor. Ice on the floor. That's going to be a cold floor. <laughs> Sorry to your carpet. Yeah, my carpet's shivering right now. It's a nice carpet. Do you Thanks. always have this? Uh, ever since uh, a week after I moved into the apartment, yes. <laughs> well then, I meant like at your old apartment. Oh no, it's for this apartment. I'm too big to move around. Yeah. Um, but it was like a hundred bucks from IKEA. IKEA. In the Swedes. This was nice. Yeah. Thanks. This is us. What's TV? Yeah, TV. Nice. Yeah, TV is the medium best suited to narrative storytelling in long parts. Speaking of TV, do you want to talk about what we've been watching? Yeah. We've been watching the sunset over a mountaintop with a robin singing in the distance. Sorry, I'm very high. <laughs> Not very high, but I'm high. Oh. I'm somewhat high. Anyway. Wait, are you high? I'm high. What? It's almost <laughs> like we smoked weed together. Whoa. We've also been drinking consistently. We have. Since 3 p.m. Yeah. It's now. I nearly had a beer in the morning because I was in the park with Cecil eating donut. <laughs> and I was like, donut mm, was good. good yeah, donut store, very good. Thanks, Cecil, for being, texting me at 10 a.m. in the morning saying, let's get donuts. Come with me and get donuts. So, yeah. If anyone else wants to text me saying, let's get donuts at 10 in the morning, I'd get I donuts would at 10 in the morning. I would always do that. Yeah. Yeah. Donuts. Ethan, let's get donuts. Ethan, come here's the closest one of the two. True. True. Um, they have these really good silica donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> um, Michael doesn't have COVID. Woo! Oh, so cool. Thank you, Michael. You're one of the true heroes. <laughs> Fuck the boys in blue. Michael without COVID. Blue is COVID. <laughs> blue is the warmest COVID. <laughs> That's really good. That's, it's not, that's, that's, but... That's a really, no, 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 that's a really good joke, Cole. <laughs> Wait, say it again. Should I set you up for it? Yeah. Is blue COVID? Blue is the warmest COVID. <laughs> All right.
Got him. Imagine if the COVID test gave you like a color instead of like positive and negative. It's like, uh oh. Uh, like, hey, this is your doctor calling you. You got orange <laughs> on the test. Does that mean I have COVID? No, it's uh, orange. It's an you glad orange. you don't have COVID? Um, the COVID virus is very complicated. Sorry, COVID virus this is redundant. But it's a very complicated vi- violence virus. Um, and so you're very close to an indigo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what's the color system? Teal. RBG. <laughs> Red. Blue Ginsburg. <laughs> RBG. RBG. Isn't that the grenade thing? I catch a grenade for you? No, it's an RPG. <laughs> oh. Rocket propelled Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> it's an RBG RPG. Ruth. Groovy man. It's a RPG RGB RPG. It propels a little grenade that has a picture that has like a bobblehead. It's like a Funko Pop I for war. Imagine now F- Funko Pops is proud to partner with Lockheed Martin. <laughs> okay, consider this Funko Pops. Funko Pops. I was at a store that sold Funko Pops, and I was like, what if I got one for my apartment, like, as a bit? But also, it wouldn't be a good bit at all. I'd just have a Funko Pop in my apartment. That's of the Daenerys thing about... Targaryen. There's... That's the thing about yeah. living alone, is it's very hard to do domestic bits. Well, they're... no, it's fine, because I laugh at them, and that's all that matters. Everything yeah. is just something for me to laugh at, to stop thinking about everything else death is <laughs> sad bits. death is real oh it's called death is real someone's eaten the silicon pop they're dead but no, it's that, not at all connected if they killed you they wouldn't just give them out like candy <laughs> that's true <laughs> new I teens on Halloween. Watch out. Halloween. Teens are giving out silica gel as candy. <laughs> Is that the sequel to Tide Pods? Yeah. Well, it was razors, right? And then, like, drugs. Oh, yeah. And then... I don't know if they are giving out Tide Pods in Halloween things, though. No, I don't think so. I just meant, like... As eating silica yeah. gel? No, I think it's it's all funnier. <laughs> and it's only me who finds it funny and jokes about it. It's true. So... Tide Pods is a meme. It was just, I think, I think the Tide Pod thing was just viral marketing. Not just, but like a yeah. large part of it was, yeah. Like when every Netflix show or movie is a lot of memes, it's like, okay, I know these memes are not real. Like, yeah. We get it. Yeah. Yeah. I think Netflix ruined the movie marriage story. Marriage story. Like, I think they turned the movie into a no, meme. No, you know what ruined marriage story? I'm going to be real here for a second. The movie Marriage Story ruined the movie Marriage That's Story. That's not true. It's a great movie, and the movie was ruined by the meme. I watched it. just turned into a meme. I watched it for the bit. Oh, see, that exactly. That's the problem. And it you, wasn't a bit, exactly. but it also wasn't enjoyable. No, it's. A, I watched it, like, before any, like, screening review or memes came out, and I was like, this is amazing. This is, like, the most moving thing. And then it became memefied, so it was just a meme movie, and I got ruined by that. 
Like, if you had no preconceptions and no memes? I know, like, obviously I had preconceptions. It's a movie with Scarlett Johansson and Autumn Driver yeah. directed by uh, Mr. Bombuck. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have no Bumbuck feelings. That's, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Anyway, to put the Beatles, good movie. <laughs> yeah. You know what else is a good movie? No. Paul Bart Malthoff. <laughs> Paul Clark Malthoff. Paul Clark Paul, Paul Clout Mal- Yeah. Chart. See, this is the type of easy-to-follow shenanigans you don't get on Zoom, folks. For the listener at home, we just hit one into the outfield. They're running to second base. They're running up. They're running on this score third base. And it's a home oh! run! I've never actually listened to baseball. I assume that's what they say. And then they sing. No, that's not the thing. What's it? Take me to the ball Buy me a ball and a game. Pictures of me. Totally wrong. They just sing Elliot Smith at sports games. Oh, one thing we can do is say things at the same time. So I think our next segment should be we try to say the same yeah. thing right. while staring at each other's eyes. Okay, let's okay. do this. Ethan, Michael, give us a countdown. Pastrami. Hello. Goodbye. <laughs> See, we did the classic think what the other's thinking, but we were both doing it. Okay, so one okay. of us needs to be dumb this time, all right? One of us needs to be dumb? Yeah. Okay. Provolone. Okay, okay. See, I was dumb because I wasn't we're even close, a close part to what I Okay. Lampshade. Fuck. Okay. Oh, we both said fuck. We both said fuck. Oh, yeah. But we didn't get the countdown, so let's do it once okay. more time for posterity. <laughs> posterity. I feel like that should be a joke that posterity means for butts. <laughs> for posteriority. Posteriority. One more time yeah. for posteriority. Okay. It means for bots. Okay. You know what? What's the thing that's? Oh, I don't know. In hindsight. Oh. <laughs> that's when I see someone's butts. <laughs> it's hindsight. Anyway. That's funny. Okay. Sweater. Pastrami. Germ. Germany. Provolone. Ooh, close. Okay. Okay. Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Oh, no, now we've got right. it. We've got it. Okay. We've got it, we got it. Captain Six America, the Winter Soldier. <laughs> Sorry, fuck. <laughs> we were really close. We were so close. By the end. Because Captain America killed, killed six, six million, million. Jews. Jews. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we did really well at that, folks. Try playing that on Zoom. You can't. It's you impossible. Can't. The computers, they know what we're thinking before we're even thinking them. You might even say they're computers. They compute. Beep boop bop. What's your favorite computer sound? Yeah. Tell me, what book are you reading now? Uh, I am reading a collection of poetry yeah. uh, called... Oh, I see Michael saying something on Twitter to you. Oh, Michael's on Twitter? Oh, Michael's on Michael's Twitter. Michael's on the net. Michael, what are you tweeting? I don't know. Or... Should we see what Michael's tweeting? and then? Oh, Michael shared a tweet. Okay. Yeah. 
in Michael, live time. We're double checking text. Twitter. Double text, Michael. Is that just brown? No, it's loading. Okay. Average bug fear. Average bug is. <laughs> it's an okay meme. That's good. It's an okay meme. Season finale loading. Oh, yeah. it's the the pillar. Like uh, yeah. The monolith itself is hilarious. I don't know if this caption is hilarious. Yeah. But the pillar. I generally hate the... Uh, you know, uh, do you follow Anna Salm on Instagram? No, of course not. She had did her, like, cooking thing when the pandemic started, and she called it eating at the end of the world. <sighs> I, I hate that shit when everyone's like, oh, it's the end of the world. It's like, no, it's a fucking pandemic. And the reason it's shit is because we have a government... <laughs> That's that beholden to neoliberalism to help us. Like, this isn't the fucking apocalypse. <laughs> this is just <laughs> capitalism and climate yeah. change. So, fuck you for your. Because do, doing something makes it feel like it's in effect, like there's nothing you can do, which is exactly what is the goal of <laughs> the capitalists. Anyway, um, so, and she would post these like shitty quality photos of mediocre looking food that was like eating at the end of the world, fish sandwiches. With a little squeeze of lemon. Not like that. That's my Anna Salm. You want to hear... Um, That's a weird Anna Salm impression. Say something that Homer would say. Doi. Homer! You keep saying doi! Homer! You gotta pick Bart up from school! Eat my shorts! Bart! You came home already! Did you bring your skateboard? Eat my skateboard! Bart! Be nice to your mother! Marge Simpson, if you didn't get the impression. Doi. I have seen like two episodes of The Simpsons whole. Uh, whole. <laughs> um, but the um, two whole episodes of The Simpsons. Most of my impression is going I off that the meme. Simpsons whole. Simpsons whole. The meme that's like. Homer, don't want to get the coronavirus. Well, why? This was in like March, a video of like, damn, The Simpsons predicted everything. <laughs> we should just watch some Simpsons. I love Simpsons. Yeah, we should watch some Simpsons. Yeah. There's Flanders. There's Millhouse. That's it. That's everyone who's in The Simpsons. The Simps. The Simpsons. The Simps. That's The Simps. Imagine if the show was just The Simps. The Simps. That's a show about my household. Just kidding. Sophia has never simped. Sophia's never simped, yeah. Sophia doesn't date, like you said. No. Except for the time dated Sarah Dwyer very briefly. Yeah. She like wasn't sure if they were dating and ultimately didn't want a date. Because <laughs> she was like, oh, wait, that's a date? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody, 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 yeah, you can't get that on Zoom, can't get that on Zoom, nope, no Marge Simpson impression <laughs> at all, Zoom and you, you guess you won't be able to see my hair, which is now long. grown long enough and blue enough to be an exact replica of Marge Simpson's hair, Emily is describing with her hands. It's like a rectangle. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the the the, the guy, the, the pillar. The monolith. The monolith. The lith. Sorry. Yeah, the monolith. Please. Only proper names here. The pillar, what the fuck? Not the 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 stone, what the fuck? The statue? No. No, 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 no. 
This is the monolith or the thing. I don't know. Okay. The, the... Should we talk about the Kaminsky method? Oh, yeah. The... Oh, wait, what are you reading? Oh, sorry. <laughs> what am I reading? So I just finished Sally Rooney's Normal People. Um, Sally Rooney's Normal People. And now I'm reading Obit, which yeah. is a collection of poetry by Victoria mm-hmm. Chang. Um, and it's it's all poems in the form of obituaries. Yeah. Uh, f- freaky stuff. Very good. Yeah. It was a recommendation from Eleanor Morgan. Mm, from the pod. Friend of the pod, for sure. Um, yeah, what are you reading? Um, well, what do you think of normal people first? I really liked normal yeah. people. I was sort of hyper aware of like how readable just like like ingestible right. it is. Right. The way that Sally Rooney writes is just it's so hard to put a book down. Yeah. Um and it's nice to just read some like pop lit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I thought the story was really compelling. I was like both deeply frustrated and deeply charmed by the two main characters. Um, yeah, I kept just, like, yelling, communicate, straight people, at the book, uh, but, yeah, my friend Alexandra said that there's actually a short story that she wrote several years prior to Normal People, and that was, like, the jumping off point for it, but it takes place later in time, so, I'm curious, I, I really want to. Yeah, I was happy with the novel. I don't want any more. Did you feel good about the ending? What are your I love that book. I love a good romance. I love love to see people in love to romance. Yeah. Um, And I love her... I think her minimalism is fascinating. And she's very good at picking just the right detail and specific to give you an overlay of the scene. Um, So I think she's a very... Like, I don't think it's a doubt that she's a great writer. Um, and the fact that it's so compelling and, like, unpredictable is, like, uh, remarkable. Like, I think it's yeah. a great book. I think it's much better than Conversations, Conversations with Friends. That was going to be my next question. Yeah, did you read it? I haven't yet. Uh, I have I mean, it's very good. Shelf. I feel like... I think but, I have your copy on the shelf. Uh, oh. Um, I mean, I do. I found it on... It was good. Me. Yeah. But yeah, I found it on the outside. Um, it's good. I like it, but it's very good, actually. Yeah. Because um, my friend Alexandra... Um, says that she loves conversations yeah. with friends more I mean, I than I love it too, but <laughs> normal people. Yeah. They're both good. Is the thing. I'm excited to watch the series. The series is wonderful. I love the series. That's what I need to do. Um, I keep I'm six seasons into the sitcom Girlfriends now. Oh. Um, just because I can like put it on and do something else. Mm. But I need to actually watch something that. Yeah. Not that Girlfriends isn't enjoyable because I like deeply enjoy yeah. it. Um, and, oh, this past season, uh, uh, Tricky from the band Massive Attack is, like, a character uh, on it. Huh. Do you know Massive Attack? Yeah, I know the band. Yeah, British. Yeah, British. They're a thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I had a brief trip-hop phase. Yeah. Yeah, I love, I just love the show as well. I think, um, Lenny Abramson is a wonderful director, and he does, like, a good job at it. Um, it's very Irish. Yeah, I think it's a really... There's some bits where it's a little... There are a couple episodes that lose some structure, but generally, great show. I think the actors they chose, the casting was wonderful. Um, love Connick. 
have to say his name. Marianne. 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 Koenig. Yeah. Sligo. What the fuck? Yeah. Ireland is a weird place. Yeah. Um. But it's a nice, it's a nice country. I wonder if my aunts read this. Yeah. Normal people. Yeah. Alexander Looney. Yeah. What are you reading now? So I finished, what did I finish? I read an N plus one. I finished rereading. You read Gus. You finished Gus. Gus. We talked about that last time, right? Yeah. yeah oh, I finished, finished it. Oh, yeah. I had a chapter left. It was very good. Oh, it's a great book. It's so, yeah, the bit about race you're saying is so interesting. I yeah. sent him a, an email and he sent a really lovely reply. And we talked about, like, Todd Haynes directing the movie because he did both amazing movies influenced by Bowie and by Bob. Um, but I think a more straightforward rather than his style would be better for Guthrie's story because mm-hmm. there's so many interesting passages. Um, it's great. I finished reading Name of the Rose. I love that book. Uh, it's so interesting book about like books and how like books are interpreted, but like telling all that through like fascinating fiction. And I love like the disagreements between the Pope and the emperor in the 14th century. You're so cool. Yeah. I think and like the different monastical arguments and how everyone's going to war over like, a small interpretation of the Bible, I think, is so interesting. Because it's all, like, set during the time where, like, the Franciscans were saying that Christ was poor and because, obviously, right. the church has interest in maintaining wealth, they yeah. burned them as heretics for saying that. So that's the whole the big argument going on. It's so interesting how there was, like, all this conflict over interpretation of books, which is why a little literature. So it's a great book, and then I moved on to... Well, I've been reading this book of film reviews from M plus one that they gave me for free mm-hmm. a bit, but I've been reading Piranesi, the new book by Susanna Clark. Did you read Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell? No. It's a great book. It came out like 10 or 15 years ago about like mm-hmm. magicians, these two magicians, like in 19th century England. It was very, it's very cool. It's a very fun book. Um, she does a sequel, which is like Name of the Rose. Also has a lot of labyrinth in it. Um, because in Name of the Rose, the, like, library is a labyrinth, and here right. it's, like, someone who just lives in, like, a labyrinth of hallways, and, like, doesn't know anyone else. You should build a labyrinth. It's great. Yeah, I should. A labyrinth Maybe in my heart. Tomorrow. I already have. Oh. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow we can build a labyrinth after dinner. Yeah. We'll build a labyrinth in the yard. <laughs> We're growing minotaurs. <laughs> Can we take a cigarette break? Seven Athenians every year to feed the Minotaur. No. The Minotaur? Yeah. Minotaur. I don't speak Greek. I don't either. Yeah. uh, Minotaur, why not? Like, are you from the ancient Greek? I am not from the ancient Greek. Yeah, exactly. I feel like Minotaur seems to me as like an American pronunciation. In Russian, it's Minotaur, yeah. which Minotaur is, you know, a, a closer English. language to yeah, yeah. Greek. Oh, Minotaur, we call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sounds like a cool book. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, I'm slightly into it. Look at this fun little cover. Oh, that guy's got horns. He's got horns, a little Jew. Don't laugh at that. Hey. Or Gabe or Bosch will know. To quote They'll Emily. know. They'll know. Jews are watching. Uh, here's the thing you don't expect. Okay. So if Ethan laughs, you know who's going to find out? It's not Basha. It's Gabe. And True. if Michael laughs, 
It's, it's going to be Basha. Yeah. It's cross-household. We didn't explain this last time, but we have like a, a network. Ah, uh, of Jews. Yeah. Because we're all in a secret Kabbalist yeah. <laughs> community that controls the government. And that's why COVID has been spreading, because we've all been meeting. Right. Yeah. You ever think about how the fact that like COVID spread led to more people being able to watch an American Pickle at home? The Seth Rogen Pickle movie? Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. Yeah. So Jews did COVID. And um, what else were you, were you going to talk about? The Kaminsky method. We did 9-11. Yeah. Jews also did the Kaminsky method. Jews did do the Kaminsky method. And 9-11. Yeah. Michael Douglas. The three Douglas. greatest worst things. <laughs> COVID, 9-11, the Kaminsky method, the worst tragedy of the 21st century. Um, and Ben Affleck getting an Academy Award. No, it's okay. <laughs> what about Casey Affleck? Also bad. The bad. Worst. I don't. I don't think he's. A, I think Ben's the worst person. But Casey's really? a better actor. Yeah, he's a shit. Well, yeah. Casey is like a sexual abuser. Yes. So is Ben. Is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I'm saying they're both bad, but yeah. Casey's a better actor, so Damn. it's less bad. Than... <laughs> there are two standards. There's moral bad, right? And then there's like from an aesthetic standpoint, was it bad? And aesthetically, Casey was the best actor that year. Morally, should not have got that award. Yeah. Ben should not have won for either. <laughs> Morally or aesthetically. That's what Argo. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, Argo, but it's set in Boston. Argo. That's that's just the town. <laughs> the town is that was a movie. Oh. Which is like set in like Charleston. It. it starts off with like there's one zip code in America where more people become criminals than any place. This is it. And it's about like him and other shithole Jeremy Renner being like, oh, we're from Boston, we're robbing the banks. <laughs> like, it's really... But then, that's why I said Allison should watch it, because there's, like, a final sequence around Fenway, which is, like, oh, a shootout, where yeah. she, like, outside her apartment, basically. So, she should watch it. But, um, anyway. Uh, it's so, back to Kamiki? Um, back to Kornicki. Back to Julian Krinsky method. The Julian Krinsky summer camp for <laughs> Michael Douglas. <laughs> so, here's a concept. Yeah. We're friends. We're hanging out with Alan Arkin and Michael Douglas. Okay. Our best buddies. Are we eating eggs? We're eating eggs, to quote Io and Devery. Eggs. Eggs. <laughs> We're getting hard-boiled, soft-boiled. Everett Michael's what's, getting what's eggs. What's your favorite type of egg, Cole? Um, quail. <laughs> Oh yeah, they don't know about this. So they don't know about it. I was I was talking to my dad on the phone. Yuri, and he's like, you know, he's aware of Cole. He's been aware of Cole for years. Woo! You haven't met him. No, have you? but no. I met your mom. We had yeah. great food. We had a great time with my mom. And my dad is like, "Why are you and Cole friends? Like, what do you have in common?" <laughs> and I like started telling him about. Did he asked that about your other friends. No, I don't know why. <laughs> Just like. <laughs> Cole sounds weird. Like, why are you um, friends with Michael? <laughs> I don't know. My, my father is not aware of many of my friends. Yeah. And he's aware of you because of Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, yeah. And That's fair. I guess this. Yeah, my dad, like, doesn't remember any of my friends who aren't Miri or you. But I think my dad knows Cole. Hayden. Um, but uh, then my dad was like, oh, Cole's a vegetarian? Is he, like, a full vegetarian? I was like, as opposed to 
half? <laughs> I will only eat meat under the full yeah. moon? I don't know. If you serve me meat, I'll eat half the plate. <laughs> yeah. Half a steak. I guess Russian people are like, no, you're vegetarian, but you can eat chicken, right? Right, that's what grandma's like. Yeah. Oh, the fish. soup is mostly vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> it only has some ham in it. <laughs> Um, and my dad is like, well, you should surprise your vegetarian friend. And first he said, you can surprise him with tofu. And I was like, I don't think that's very surprising. I would be surprised. Like, I, sure, Cole can have tofu, like, any time, though. Um, and then my dad said, okay, you know what would be a really great surprise for your friend? Is if you made him quail eggs. And then he was like, okay, you know what else you could do? You could grill quail eggs. And he's like, do you have do you have a nice store there like Whole Foods? They have quail eggs. Probably. And do. he wouldn't fucking drop it. He really wanted you to eat quail. Eggs. Like 2021, I'm going all in on quail. <laughs> My niece Don quail <laughs> specifically. Dennis quail. Um. Yeah. Your niece loves quail. Yeah, she loves quail eggs. She's yeah. my, my uh, Chad niece, Amelia. <laughs> Who's the virgin? Guga. Oh. Except okay. for Guga Guga's today. Guga's the Chad. Guga, Guga was like, was... who is anyone interested in Stalin? That's a total Chad move, in my opinion. Comparatively. Comparatively, oh, she's the, the virgin. Except for today, Guga was, she had a cup of milk, apparently. I got a photo of this. A cup of milk, and she had, like, those cheese sticks. You know, the snack string cheese. Yeah. And she, like, kept... cheese strings. She kept dipping her string cheese into the milk, and then eat... That child should be from the Midwest. (laughs) That's like a Noah move. (laughs) And then just absolutely fart and have the sweats. Noah would, like, drink a cup of, like, some milk with cereal, and then just... Slurp down the milk, put the big bowl 90 degrees and slurp it down. And then he'd just jump onto the couch and say, milk coma, and be out for like three hours. <laughs> like on the couch. Like we'd be like chatting, be so watching a movie, like playing music, loud, cooking, and it, he would just not wake up. No, no one slept through a lot. <laughs> just like watched a movie. Like many a movie I have watched with him on the couch next to me. And he is not woken up. Um, but anyway, quail eggs, I think they're pretty good the few times I've had them. Yeah, they're very small. Yeah. There's, so there's this dog online. Clifford. <laughs> so he's... He, okay, no, this dog is the anti-Clifford. Us. Um, Weak. <laughs> uh, Danny M. Lavery, the, the writer, uh, has a dog who, like, is smaller than one of your couch pillows um named bonbon uh bonbon is the tiniest thing and danny was like i want bonbon to eat an egg but bonbon is so small and bonbon's mouth is so small that bonbon could not eat a whole hard-boiled egg and then bonbon couldn't eat a whole quail egg even though they're very small so they had to cut it in half but then Bonbon ate it yeah Um, my friendship with Miranda Johnson is now like half just me sending photos of Bonbon have you seen you ever seen the Peter Serafinowicz sketch show 
He has this sketch that we watched about. It's not great because it's about a diet, but it's also like a satire of like diet plans. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, it's each day, you know, this is me before and look at me now. And, it's and then he's like, each day you will eat a meal. And it's like a cornflake with <laughs> a cu- one cube ice, like two spring lettuce. And he's like, Sunday is cheat day. You can eat whatever you want. And then the next two minutes are like listing food. <laughs> and he's like, you can eat whatever you want. And it's like, filet of fish. And he just says, and one of them is just, bon, 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 bon. <laughs> it's really good because it's just listing food, like ridiculous. And the way he says them is funny. Um, Cole, you want to say the same food at the same time? Okay. Three, two, one. Bon, 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 really good. Yeah. Um, Can't yeah. get that on Zoom. But quail eggs? <laughs> okay, so I think we should rather than... We should go through types of cooking egg and say our feelings on them. Okay, yeah, that sounds fun. Okay. okay. Raw. <laughs> no, only my dad likes that. You've heard, dad <laughs> you've heard the story about how he went to the hotel, like, breakfast <laughs> bar, and he thought of egg was hard-boiled. <laughs> And he cracked it, and like the the look of absolute panic on his face is something I've I'll never forget. He's like a very stoic man. That's the only time I've seen him deeply troubled. And then he has this egg, and he like looks at me, looks at my mom. He's like freaked. Out. He's like, "What do I do?" And then he just looks at me and drinks the whole thing. Drink it. And then my mom like kept singing the Rocky theme song to him yeah. for the rest of the day. Oh, also this happened in Paris. <laughs> Just for the ambiance. Oh, uh, enough. <laughs> yeah. Enough yeah. is enough. Enough is enough. It was enough, you enough. know. <laughs> he had had enough. One was enough. <laughs> Dad had uh, enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the non-francophones out there, enough means fuck you. <laughs> Got him. Yeah, I'm very funny. We uh, should do our whole podcast yeah, in French. It's true. As I said uh, earlier. Tu prefer les oeufs scrambled? Ou l'omelette? Dis, oui, non, ou comme si, comme ça. Scrambled? Non, j'aime scrambled. Parce qu'il y a beaucoup de choses que tu peux... Add uh, ah. dans le scrambled. Scrambled. J'aime le scrambled comme j'ai cuisiné le scrambled. Oui. Je pense que s'il y a de choix de quelques types différents d'œufs, le scrambled, c'est pas mon type préféré. Uh, mon uh, pan est uh, un petit peu de chaud, de fou mm-hmm. pour le pan, uh, et trop beurre, <laughs> et uh, uh, 10 minutes pour scramble. 10 minutes? 10 minutes et C'est loin. Et D'accord. Yeah, that's how I do. Sorry. Yeah. A lot of butter. So, scramble. I like a I lot scramble. of butter. Today no. I used cream because oh, we yeah. had it. And it was Well, limited. I mean like in the pan to mm. grease the pan. This is, it's one of the only things I use nonstick for because the nonstick is poisonous. But yeah. it's when I, I only do scrambled eggs on like the lowest heat setting. And like I don't use any hard instruments at all. So, it's not super safe. 
better. It, it, it's better. It's yeah, it's worse. Actually, actually no. It's I've stopped. I use the stainless steel pen. It's much better. Yeah. I use a little stainless steel. I use stainless Extremely steel. low heat. I don't use my actually thing for anything now. I have my pants. Yeah, fuck that nonstick bastard. Thank you. Well, it's not Dow. It's uh, what's the other? Dupont. Dupont. Thank you, Dupont, for Thank poisoning you. America. Phoebe Dupont. Thank you, Phoebe Dupont, for who went to Haverford College, giving for us these poisoned, America. yeah, fragrance pants. Did you know that like a few years ago they changed the uh, chemical because they were getting so many lawsuits that it was poisonous. So now they're like it's not poisonous, and it's not like. Not like they just it's, haven't done their research yeah. yet because they started doing it like two years, three years ago and slightly different chemicals. So they can say, actually, it's not this poison chemical. It's something different. But it could still Which be is poison. very likely carcinogenic, as carcinogenic, if not more. Yeah. Um, but anyway, a lot of people getting cancer from pans and it's covering. Anyway, but uh, scrambled eggs, I like them. How do you cook your scrambled eggs? Uh, you know, I like scallions in my oh, scrambled yeah. eggs. Uh, I like, so I like, like to a little put chive. a little... Um, like rice vinegar Ooh. in, yeah, a, a yeah. little chive. That's yeah. I mean, nice. I do chive and paprika, but how do you mm. cook them? Uh, on the stainless steel oh. with butter. Like high heat, me- low like heat, medium, medium low. Oh. Yeah. And then that's... I have my spatula. Yeah. Do you I stir go... off? Yeah, like pretty continuously. Yeah. I do like twenty twenty seconds on off stirring. So I think it gets better that way. For a while, I was adding gochujang to my scramble. Interesting. All right. Next eggs. Yeah. Next egg. Okay. Thoughts on boileds? Boileds, like hard or soft? We're going into it. Okay. Boileds as a category. Here's the thing. A hard-boiled egg is how you get deviled eggs. And deviled eggs... We're not there yet. Would you eat a boiled egg? I, like, that's what I take if I go, like, for a hike or something. And I, Russian people love to eat a, <laughs> eat a hard-boiled for your pain egg. pain and suffering. When I went hiking in West Virginia with my brother um, before the COVID spike, uh, we just, we, like, hiked for nine hours and just ate eggs intermittently. That's so funny. Yeah. See, okay, the thing about boiled is that I hate hard yolk. No matter how it's cooked, like, uh, if the yolk is hard, uh, I don't want to eat that yolk. Like, if it's a yeah. hard-boiled egg, I'll just eat the white. And so I love a soft-boiled. Or medium. I do, too. Um, yeah. And if it's hard, I'll just eat the white. It's fine. But, like, I hate a hard, like, it's so mealy. Um, so I, I like a soft-boiled egg and a slightly medium, but sometimes medium. It's already hard, and I don't like that. But anyway, you were saying about the devil's eggs. Deviled egg. One of the top tiers of eggs. Yeah. Bradford Gladstone, king of the deviled egg. I eat deviled eggs an unhealthy amount. Like, I eat deviled eggs every week. Whoa, that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, like, if I'm like, I want a snack, my first go-to is, why don't I devil an egg? That's crazy. Cool. Yeah. I've had such a limited experience with deviled eggs. I think my first encounter was... um, in the Diary of a Wimpy Kid, as Ethan knows, when mm. he talks about the time he ate a deviled eggs because he liked them at Grandma's at the neighbor's house. Um, but Greg realizes these are different than Grandma's deviled eggs, and they're disgusting. And he, like, throws the plate he got of them, because he filled his plate up with them, into a plant. And then 
this fan, I think it was like the Snedley's, I don't know, Ethan will know. Um, they started noticing a smell in their house and they like tore out all the walls, all the drywall, the furniture to find the source of the smell. And it was so bad that they couldn't find it. So they moved the house, but they took that plant, that potted plant with them that de- Greg put the deviled eggs into. Whoa. Yeah. I don't think I ate a deviled egg until I was like 20. No, I didn't have them until Bradford. Yeah, really. Yeah, because I just never experienced them. And I don't think... I've made them maybe once, but I, I don't know. I, it's a brilliant... No, I've definitely... Okay, so Russian people like to do like a little deviled egg type thing. Yeah. But you put red caviar Ooh. in and it's delicious. Huh. We love our caviars. Yeah. So you just take out the yolk and you whip it up with something and... Put it back in? How do you do it? I never, never really When you it. make your own Yeah, I, never, I don't think I've ever actually yeah. deviled so an egg. So you take out the yolk, out, yeah. and I put a little mayo, yeah. a little mustard, maymus. Is that... Ethan, if yeah. you're listening, tell us what the proper uh, Heinz yeah. condiment... Yeah, Ethan, spoon. if you're my birthday, buy me some cranch. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, if you're my birthday, don't buy me cranch. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, and then I put a little paprika and a yeah. little salt, and you yeah. mix it up, and you put it back in. Cool. Yeah. I should do it, yeah. If you're fancy, you can use a piping bag. Oh, I do love to Make pipe. it pretty. Lay pipe. Um, all right. Oh. So, what <laughs> you talking about? Eggs. It's fine. Um, on a scale? Things think about, about eggs. Say? No. Um, similarly, thoughts on okay. egg salad. Egg salad, I think of as a cement. What? <laughs> like you could egg salad is very powerful. It it's not my preferred cold yeah. salad. I'll say that. Huh. Because I think in England, I we shouldn't. I didn't have that much. Like a lot of the salads are just mm. like salad. Like that's what I always yeah. think. It's weird when something is a salad American that doesn't salads, isn't a vegetable yeah. based thing. I'm like, that's not a salad. Like pasta salad, that's just cold pasta. Hey, if Bastards. you add mayonnaise, it's a salad. As Russian people famously proved. Um, so I, but I had it at my first experiences with egg salad were the Hafford DC egg salad. Oh. And was that good? I think it was pretty, I ate it a lot because it was like, nice. I need something to eat, I'll just have an egg salad sandwich. I ate and their tuna salad. Honestly, I got kind of into egg salad. My mercury levels through the really? fucking roof. Damn. But I got really into egg salad and I've made it a couple times and I think it kind of honks. Like, I've, yeah. Excel on rye fucking hits. The thing is, I like... Oh, that hits the spot. I like the ingredients of egg salad, but if I'm making my own... Like, I've gotten really into making, like, an egg salad with chickpeas recently. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I love... I think egg salad I like when something that's not just egg is... Yeah, yeah, I put, like, celery in it. Yeah. It's really good celery. I have my conflicts with celery. You know yeah. I like my cell soft... And you're in a cell, you're a soft cell. My soft yeah, cell. Yeah, I don't love celery, but I'll cut it up, put it in things. I mean, really good celery, apple, cheddar salad. Ooh. It was really good. That but, sounds good. Right, next egg. What we got? Uh, we've got Read poached. Poached egg. Tell me. Thoughts love them. Yeah. I love a poached egg. I love poached eggs, too. Um, yeah, I think that's like a top tier. Yeah. You can fuck up a poached egg. Oh, yeah. How? What's your method? What do you do? Uh, I put a little vinegar in the mm-hmm. water. We'll get it to a boil, create a swirl, yeah. and then crack into the swirl. Ah, that's good. See, I found it easier to crack the egg into, like, something mm-hmm. and then slowly put that in. 
Because I feel like for me, okay. most of the times I fuck up a perched egg or like the cracking into the water, yeah. it just goes blip. So I find it easier to put into, even if you have like a little sieve would be really, you don't have sieve, um, is really good because then you can just put that straight in the water and then lift it up mm-hmm. around. So I love poached. Yeah, poach is good. I love eggs Benedict. I love eggs Florentine. Yeah, Yeah, the Um, Benedictine monk's eggs. I love St. Florentine's eggs. Yeah. St. Francis, Um, keep those to yourself. Yeah, no thank you. Um, All right, Mario. Sunny side up? Weird. Really? Why? Because I feel like it's often underdone. If what? it's just sunny side up. Okay, so you're saying about bad eggs. <laughs> That's badly cooked eggs, though, but a good... See, in England, it's just, you have fried eggs. So sunny side yeah. up means you just don't flip it. Yeah. Oh. That's over easy, is if you flip it. Huh. Yeah. Which is my favorite type of egg, yeah. is over easy. See, I cook my eggs in lots of olive oil, because I think it makes the tastiest eggs, and they get really mm-hmm. crispy. And then you just put a little bit of, spoon a little bit of hot olive oil on the yolk. Mm. And then it cooks perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's my favorite because I think... For a it, while, I did, like, a steamed over easy. Yeah. Huh. Sounds where good. I would, like, fry yeah. and then at the last moment pour in water and oh, cover. Oh, interesting. That's what my ex, Sean, did. Oh. And it was really good. Yeah. Because it keeps the yolk very tender. Right. More so than over easy. But in, were that, like, taking cooking management to conserve? A good sunny side up? That's great. That's pretty good. Yeah. I want... I, I love a runny yolk. Yeah. For me, it's just That's like, another thing about yeah. uh, uh, poached is you can fuck up the yolk. Yeah. You need to be very precise about your timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for me, like, that's why I guess I'm confused because these weren't... You know how, like, people from different languages, you know, there are different languages and different cultures and you just don't have those concepts and yeah. you just can't distinguish that? I, I don't, like, see the distinction, I guess, between these types of eggs. Mm. Like, it's all just a fried egg to me and then what i guess would be over medium over hard that's just gross <laughs> if the yolk is hard and you fried it no thanks no that's right there's a fried egg and then there's a bad fried egg that's how okay. my brain sees it like i just can't yeah it's like they're i can't think of them as separate categories it's like i'm making an egg sometimes i might flip it i don't know huh because it's yeah oh and then we've got omelette omelette well wait are there any hmm i've even thought of um, I mean, baked eggs, shirred eggs. Yeah. Okay. I baked an egg inside a an acorn squash. Cool. Over the summer. Yeah. It was very cute. Frozen eggs. Yeah. Really good if you maybe want to... Have a child a work life balance. Yeah, exactly. If you want to yeah. put your career first. Um, if you've got to have it all. Yeah. What about egg saucisson? What about Cadbury creme eggs? Oh, those are gross. <laughs> really? I love Cadbury I fucking Cadbury hate creme. creaming. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> I had so many. <laughs> the mini eggs were the best. Those the ones with the hard shell. Oh. Those are the good ones. We love those. Oh, I would like that. Cream eggs. Huh. Um, quail eggs. Yeah, quail eggs. Coiludes. That's that my said, favorite type yeah, of Yeah, you misheard. Your dad actually said surprise cold with coiludes. <laughs> my dad just watched The Wolf of Wall Street. You <laughs> should watch The Wolf of Wall Street. I haven't seen that since 2013. <laughs> yeah, I haven't either. I watched that in theaters. 
I had a friend who saw that movie on a first date. Oh boy. And she's still with the guy. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. I mean, that's it. I think it was a good thing. Well, I remember hating it because all the kids in my bus were like, on the school, were like, not on the school bus. I remember being mm-hmm. on a school trip to London. Sweet enough. And all the kids were like, yeah, I want to be like him. And when I grow up, I want his job. And I'm like, did you guys see the same movie? Like, what the... Their kids are very Okay, dumb. some people, they just want to do cocaine off right. of an ass. Right, and just make a lot of money and marry Margaret Robbie. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but Marty ages pretty well. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. So, one of my friends, Rasheen, her family's very Christian. Mm. And her brother got it for the DVD for Christmas. And they were like, oh, Martin Scorsese's a nice, you know, Christian filmmaker. We should put this on. Along with, like, like her grandparents here. And it just opens with him stealing coke out of ass. someone's ass. Yeah. So, uh, and they were like, oh, okay. There goes our good Christian filmmaker, Martin Scorsese. Who before has never done has never anything never done anything lewd. bad. Yeah. I mean, they may have seen, like, Last Temptation of Christ and be like, huh. Actually, I haven't seen it. I don't know if it's, it might be. I think it probably was. Adam Driver's in it. It must be. Nope, wrong movie. <laughs> What's the Scorsese movie with Adam oh, Driver? Oh, Silence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, <laughs> miscast because they they should have shot, swapped him and Andrew Garfield's roles. So oh. They, yeah. I don't know. Messed I it up, but I'm sure the studio was like, it's a great movie. I'm sure, maybe, it's, I don't know. It's a big, like, religion major. Yeah. Oh. If you're a religion major, sound off in the comments below. That's what Anne McGuire and I talked a lot about that movie because it came out while I was roughly her student. So we talked about, yeah. (laughs) Good movie. Like the Beatles say. Um, Anyway, back to eggs. Omelette. (gasps) Not one of my top choices. I don't don't care for omelette. I agree. I feel like uh, the texture's weird while either, like, I get a rubbery outside or an undercooked inside. Yeah. And it's kind of hard. I'm more of a frittata person, easily. I love a good frittata. Me too. I think it's so much easier and much tastier. Like, I love the texture of a frittata. Like, if I'm doing, like, something great, I'd just do scrambled eggs. Like, I wouldn't make yeah. an omelet. But if I'm doing, like, a bigger thing, like a lunch or something with a lot of ingredients, I'd make a frittata. That was, like, my grandfather's thing is making flawless mm. omelets. Oh, wow. For the whole, for, like, ten yeah. people, like, when all right. of his kids are around. Oh, but that's great. I never, you know, like, yeah. I, that's one of the things that I like another person to make yeah. for me. Right, I think if I liked them more, I'd get good at making them, but I don't like them enough yeah. to want to learn how to make them well. <laughs> it's hard. I love to make a tortilla. Mm. The Spanish one with mm-hmm. potatoes and yeah, I love yeah, that. which I think Ethan got the ad from the Italian thing that was like yeah. Italian cooking, <laughs> but it was yeah, I love it's so easy and so like delicious lunch. Shakshuka. Shakshuka is incredible. I love to make shakshuka. Is an egg that's cooked in a sauce poached? Um, like, do you think shakshuka is a poached egg? I don't know because it's not like enveloped Bradford and by I it. had this disagreement. Yeah, I'm saying times. I don't know because it's not enveloped yeah. by it, which is what measuring from poached. Because I feel like I don't know if poached has to be water or not. Yeah. Right, because you can poach a pear, but that's also in water, right? I think um, it has to be a liquid. You sure it's not shared? What is it shared? Maybe. So what shared means? Sure. I'm gonna look up shared eggs because I think it might be shared. This episode is really quite fascinating. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Look, I think this is interesting content. 
maybe you guys want to hear more lists. I don't want to, I've, I'm making, we can talk about how we're wait, sorry, I can look up one thing at a time called Sure eggs. Uh, sure, that's an egg baked in a flat bottom, flat bottom dish. Okay, that's in like a ramekin. Um, list of egg dishes, egg dishes, egg dishes. So I'm doing, to change the topic, my, oh, bastard egg. Oh, bastard. Basted. Oh, based. Yeah, it's probably a... Bastard egg. Basted egg. Bastard. I thought it's a bastard. So the way I'm doing my year-end list is that I had to have a list of things that I want to listen to, like re-listen to, or like albums I know are good, but like still want to give a re-listen, or albums that maybe haven't quite listened to yet or fully. And I'm just going through them, listening to them, and then I'm just adding them to the list. Are they yeah. like better or worse than that? So it's going to be a long list, and I'll, we'll find a place to cut it off, I think. Um, sunny Slide Egg. Okay, so let's see about this shakshuka. But anyway, how are you doing your list? My list? So I've been keeping track of everything I've listened yeah. to, and I color code things that I'm really into. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I have a basic idea of what my top 20 are. But the order within that is something is that poached. I'm re-listening for. Sorry. Oh, it's poached. It's poached, Great. yep. My list is poached. I don't know about yours. Yeah, anyway. Keep going. Um, Sorry. Yeah, so I also... One of the things that I was thinking about was that I don't want to do, like, a huge yeah. listing. Because I think last year, Ethan and Michael did, like, a top 20 I feel like it was longer than that. I think Maybe it was, it was 30. Like the top 30. Yeah, it's that's so long. That's yeah. so... Well, yeah, well, the thing is, is that I will already have the list, so it's a matter of when to cut it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I get referring to but yeah. So I, I, I'm interested in, like, a top 10. I yeah. think that's reasonable. But I also was thinking about, like, the range and interest of albums. Yeah. And I kind of want to give out awards. Yes. So I want to do, okay, here's what I, I want to do a best EP of the year, because I feel like those are going to get snubbed yeah. in the top 10. Um, but there were so many great EPs yep. this year. Agreed. Uh, Michael loves Jockstrap. I like the Jockstrap one. Um, yeah, I Serpent love Serpent with Feet. That's feet with a great one. Uh, there were all of the different EPs from Dirty Projectors that mm. were great. Um, Oldest Pants did a good one. <laughs> Cold it's not a band. It's my favorite band is Oldest Pants. What if that were my band name? That could be our Oldest folk Pants. Duo, Oldest Pants. Oldest Pants. Uh, Ethan, great. you've seen First Cow. Now see First Pants. <laughs> old, sorry, Old Cow. Now see Old Pants. That was the joke. Was yeah. Saying. But I got the correct one by accident. <laughs> I was trying to make an Old Cow reference. <laughs> old Pants. So, okay, I think I want to do best EP. Yeah. I want to do best album by someone we know. Yeah. Because there were a lot of contenders Jeez, this year. Yeah. There's my cousin. There's... Yeah, I don't know them, so that would not Stevie, be... Stevie. There's Hayden. Yeah. There's Ollie and his oh, yeah. extended family. Yeah. There's Shamir, our personal Shamir, friend. Shamir, my close personal friend. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's Lucy Ryan Dawkins. Totoro. Maybe, I don't know. Oh, yeah, Ryan... Yeah. Village Idiot. Village Idiot. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of geez, choices for, right? People we know. Yeah. 
I also like care about Philly music, so I thought doing like a local could oh be boy. fun. Yeah, so much um, thinking. See, mine was so easy. It's like I already done the list. I just put cut it up off here. Yeah, so I just wanted to think, do yeah. something that's like kind of thoughtful and new. Yeah. Um, in that way, I was also thinking of having like a wild card award. Wild card. Uh, yeah. And it goes to Cooper for the album that he drops the last week of the year. Oh wow, Cooper album. Sorry, you yeah. leaked. Cooper, come on the pod now that I know you got really into LCD sound system last year. <laughs> uh, yeah. You've been listening to the Adrian Linker? No. <laughs> Saving all music discussion for, for the end. Because I feel like it's boring if we just say, like, oh, these are the albums we've been listening to, and then next month we're like, oh, we're going to say the same things about the yeah. same albums, but again. But um, this time. There's no difference. I don't know. I've still been listening to a lot of 70s Philly mm. um, soul and R&B. Uh, and Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, there's, there are these two guys, Gamble and Huff, who wrote and produced like every yeah. song that was made in Philly in the 70s. Um when I was a kid, I thought R&B stood for Rocky and Bullwinkle. Because I was a big... I loved Rocky and Bullwinkle. I watched a lot of those on DVD. Um, for those not fans, they are the Moose and Squirrel. Gil Moose and Squirrel. Is the, that's what Boris and Natasha say. Oh, and then wow. they have, they have the message, and they like get the invisible ink to dry, and it says "kill moose and squirrel," and he goes to kill it, and then it keeps drying. It says "do not kill moose and squirrel," <laughs> and they're like, "stop ah, it!" <laughs> it's great. The great show. Yeah. Music. Yeah. It was a great one. That plot line about how there's a counterfeit box top <laughs> operation because box tops were the most valuable currency. <laughs> Great show. Up in the air, and, Junior yeah. Birdsman. A great uh, Kenneth Lonergan. No. You know he wrote the movie? No. Kenneth Lonergan <laughs> wrote Rocky and Bullwinkle. That's crazy. A famous po- playwright. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. What's uh, up with Ken Ludwig? Look, just because he wrote a play with blackface in it, doesn't mean that Mason, that Mason is in. off the hook. Uh, Mason, come on the pod. <laughs> we should have Mason on Spoilers. Nope, we're never going to have we're Mason on the Mason. pod. And Kira. Kira only. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if we had Kira on the pod. I think it would be very funny. Yeah. Just you, me, Kira, Basha. The, the Kishibashi is the game. <laughs> Kiribashi. <laughs> the squad, um, yeah. as it were. The Jews on pod. Jews on pod. Jews on pod. Where's um, Logan's girlfriend? She can come too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who had a crush on Ethan? Who had a crush Sorry, on Ethan famously? Yeah. And then she, did she send Basha muffins? Was that a thing? That's very sweet or that something. That sounded very nice. Like Basha, it's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Basha is cool. Imagine being like a wasp and going to your family and the other girlfriends are there. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> you go to Ethan's family and Basha's there. Yeah. Cool. Good to hang out. Yeah. Imagine you're like a little unsure about going to your boyfriend's family but then there's a cool other girlfriend there who's, yeah yeah love the other girlfriend yeah especially as she's dating your ex-crush 
Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. And imagine you're going to the Michael family and there's every actor from Moonrise Kingdom there because Michael's brother is dating the girl from Moonrise Kingdom. Excuse me? Michael's sister is dating Bruce Willis from Moonrise Kingdom. Seems Michael's dating Edward us. Norton from Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah, I could Michael's see that. Michael's mom is dating... Michael's dad from Moonrise Michael's Kingdom. Da- yeah, I was trying to think of another actor. I don't know. Michael's else. dad from Moonrise yeah, it was Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah, it was Michael's... Are they dated the girl from Moonrise Kingdom? Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah, that's why. This is a really out there bit. (laughs) This is just an ode to the great (laughs) 2011 film Moonrise Kingdom. You know what I think about? Moonrise Kingdom. Like solidly once a month. Moonrise Kingdom. No, I think about how freshman year Kevin Medansky got Rachel Brody to dress as Moonrise Kingdom characters with him. Fucking hell. And then he made that his profile picture. And Rachel didn't have Facebook, and everyone thought that Kevin and Rachel were dating, and he went along with it because oh, yeah, he was wanted bit. to yeah. date her. It was horrifying. That was. Yeah. Were you in the French class yes. that I was in? Where he, where it was like, what did you do over winter break? And he said in French, like, I visited a girl in Virginia, and she was Ooh. also in the class, and. He, and everyone's that like, was a crazy And then she came to her and it was like, what was the highlight of your break? And she was like, uh, j'ai regardé les new films de Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> this was like, I went to visit this lovely girl. And she was like, and yeah, I guess I saw Star Wars. for those who don't speak French, j'ai regardé uh, les nouveaux films de Star Wars means I fucked Kevin Medansky. Kevin Medansky, yes. <laughs> Kevin Medansky is French for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was very creepy because he was... He was was like, I went to visit a girl. Like, holy shit, why the fuck? Yeah. um, People really, like, dudes were creepy to Rachel. Damn. Because Tom Sternberg also had, like, a huge crush. He's also a big creep. Yeah. Yeah, he's a fucking creep, which is why I'm glad I'm keeping his book of nine stories by J.D. Salinger forever. Uh, A lot of creepy guys. Anyway. Yeah, Haverford, creepy dudes. I remember the scout thing that I remember in early October. Diana Scudder, known affectionately as Dangla, yeah. uh, the artist formerly known now known as Dangla, uh, <laughs> which is a nickname that once Noah said to someone, you know, Diana is a secret. She was like, Diana will love you if you call her Dangla. <laughs> like, out of nowhere, Noah just said to someone, like, Diana will love you if you call her Dangla. <laughs> oh, that's the and they, origin yeah, of Dangla? Per- I forgot who it was, but they, like, told us, and we were like, what the fuck? That's really and so we just said, calling her Dangla, and it stuck. And she was like, I'm Dangla, you guys. And so no one I called her, and we were like, Dangla! It's very... So, Damn, so that's a weird cool nickname. way to get a nickname. Cool. No, Diana will love you. She'll really... No, it's that she'll respect you. <laughs> you call, you call her, her Dangla. She's <laughs> a very funny I can't believe I spent make. all of freshman that... year thinking that Noah was an absolute dick. <laughs> He does he look like great. Both people thought he was a senior. I was like, no, that's my least. Um But anyway, back to the the scout costume. Diana was like, I'm gonna be a boy scout for Halloween. It's gonna be so good. And then a week before Halloween, we saw on Facebook Kevin was searching for a boy scout costume. And Diana was like, No, he stole my idea. Um, but then he just did a Moonrise Kingdom cosplay with, yeah. Rachel Brody. What a daughter of Adrian Brody. Yeah, actually, Adam uh, Brody. Um, 
Borat, yeah. Uh, Borat, daughter. Rob of Borat. Borat. Remember Rob Borat? Yes. Yeah, Republican so Rob. Crush. I can't. She had a crush on Rob Borat. No. <laughs> but there was a long-running bit about Sophia dating Rob Borat. Well, Rob Borat, <laughs> the guy. Yeah, he lived in the apartment next to mine uh, freshman year. Mr. Borat himself. Yeah, what an interesting guy. Yeah, he he was my friend Caroline's screw date. And Caroline's from Brooklyn, and he's from yeah. Queens, and he just spent their whole screw date shit talking Brooklyn. Jesus Christ! I remember um, him in uh, Grimdraw Boxing, the Office Box sketch that was terrible. Oh. That I was I like, they were like, we got to make this film, and I was like, I remember those meetings were so fucking frustrating. And half of them, you know, was David Newman, my least favorite member of Off the Spot. Um, and at one point I was like, guys, this could so easily be a live sketch. It would work really well. And David just shut me down and he said, no, cause there's more than one room. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. Thousands of years of theater and they have not figured out a way to present more than one room. <laughs> they can't do every play, every sketch, everything has always been set in one room. A room of one's own. It was just the most infuriating. Like, that was the whole experience of David Newman. Every time I'd say something, and David Newman would just say the dumbest thing, shut me down, and no one would, like, oh, fucking hate that guy. Anyway. I keep thinking about how Michael and David were freshman year roommates. Oh, God. Michael, I didn't, oh, forgot about that. Yeah, I hated David. Um, He was also in my writing, Sam, was just shit. The one great thing about David Newman is the chugger. My favorite off the spot sketch of all time. Yeah. That and uh, uh, the, the Busters. The Busters? <laughs> Union Busters. Oh, yeah, Union Busters. Hate. <laughs> Sakaduchi and that the Palma? he stole from a company. What? <laughs> you can't? No. That's what I think Ben Connors told me, is that he stole that sketch from Comptown. From <laughs> I don't know if it's true, but it very likely is. Well, it's it come... Idea. Yeah, it sounds like a bit from the It Happened Come Down, yeah. so... It's come I think Ben Connors like, that sketch was just copy of stole. You guys just stole a sketch from Come Down. It's like plagiarism. Plagiarism from Come Down. That's the another layer of hell, hell, yeah. Yeah. Hell is a seven-layer bean dip, as they say. As the that wasps say. I've never had a seven-layer bean dip, like, except for that one I at the D.C. Had, like, catering, which was shit. Oh, it was a bad dip. Yeah. I miss D.C. catering, to yeah. be quite honest. <laughs> I remember, what was the, the photo I they had of the something that was very food. funny? Oh. But there was, yeah, the gallery food was great. But there was one photo, I forgot, something recent that looked ridiculous that Ethan said to the original Great War, and then yeah. I just happened to be in an event that was serving it. It was like pumpkin spice dip or something. It's ridiculous. Is it hummus? Is it pumpkin hummus? No, I don't. It was very good actually, but yeah, yeah. I miss DC. I miss their DC communications. Like, yeah, their marketing, incredible. <laughs> like when they post on Facebook, like uh, National Sausage Day today, and no one would like it but me. <laughs> they really tried. I respect it. I so know much. they had like Facebook events, or they like didn't invite anyone to the events. Yeah, I would just be like, hey. Yeah. What's your favorite DC meals? Oh, DC meals? I love fajita night. Mm. Um, I actually don't like... I feel like... I didn't like their really? fajita fillings. 
Yeah, the tofu was kind of gross. Mm. And the beans were also kind of gross and very oily. Hey, but the thing about the guac is that it was frozen. <laughs> yeah, the guac, you would just get chunks of icy guac. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't, don't care for fajita at night. Yeah, okay. It was better was... than possibilities. Fuck possibilities. Possibilities is fun if you don't line up for it, if you get there at the right time. Yeah. Um, I never got there at the right time. I thought it was kind of fun. I don't know. All I, don't like I ever did was, the worst. was I made tuna melts tuna at the melts. D.C. with the wait, panini press. Uh, wait, what were the other meal nights they had the D.C.? Uh, there was Brown Foods Day, where they would have yeah. chicken no, I mean, tenders like... and pierogies. <laughs> <laughs> that was... That was, was like fun. Friday. That was yeah. every Friday. It was like... Uh, we can't be bothered to cook anything which fair. That was but the it's f- like, fuck's favorite. <laughs> fuck's favorite brownie. We would all have brown food. Brown food. And we would all, like, take each other's yeah. plates so only uh, one person had to swipe in um, while we were sitting in the hall. Um, what, what was the other, what was the other, like, daily, weeknight things they had, though? Uh, oh, there was, um, uh... Tikka Masala Misery, <laughs> as David really Constein called it. <laughs> that was actually okay. Oh, and then there was the, like, vaguely Asian soup night. Oh, I liked with the rice bowl. Yeah. I like that because they had a lot of edamame and shit. Yeah. I actually liked the... It wasn't bad. Um, noodle bowl night as well. That was oh. kind of good. I still, despite the frozen guac and <laughs> gross beans and tofu, I like the know. cheese and sour cream. Right, but it's like, I can make a better... Fajita just from things from the, like, the deli bar. But did yes. you? Yes, a lot of times <laughs> I made a good quesadilla. I made a good Nice. Um, my favorite meal that I can think of mm-hmm. is when they had the lentil bolognese, and they had that with onion rings and broccoli, Oh. and it was so good, like, the that combo. The lentil bolognese kind of hit. It was, like, very, like, substantive. Yeah, compared to a lot of the shitty vegetarian right. food. Actually, they got really good in senior year at mm. doing that. Um, but Yeah, I just didn't go to the DC oh, They got some year. really good tofu shit. I got really mm-hmm. into the fried tofu stuff, the buffalo tofu. That sounds good. So I got really into that, but the balneys was really good. I like their onion rings. They had some hit or miss soups. Oh, yeah. Italian wedding soup? Too much, <laughs> Yeah. Navy bean soup? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't care about the armed forces. Chowder? Um, Not yeah. very good. There was one tomato soup that was just water with hint of tomato, <laughs> I called it. Most DC soups were just Last water year, with hint of flavor. When I visited, when I stayed with Michael in February, yeah. their mom had sent them like several pints of legal seafood, like uh, ch- ch- chowder. Wow. And it was just in their freezer. And then I never got any. So, oh, Michael, you owe me chowder. <laughs> you owe me chowder. Let me a good corn chowder. Yeah. Chowder. But yeah, DC, I don't know if I really had the chowder. I actually had the corn and it was not good. No. Um, I like the lentil soup sometimes. Yeah, yeah, good. they had some good lentils. Some good with lentils. Yeah, I do kind of miss a lot of eating there. Some good salads. My favorite thing was, um, okay, their sweet potato pie was very good. And then my favorite dessert was to take multigrain bread and then um, put sun butter and um, orange marmalade on Mm. it. And that was my little piece of toast. The coal sandwich is the multigrain bread, but with 
peanut butter, banana, and like a little bit of Nutella oh. and cinnamon on top. That's and toasted. That's the cold sandwich. I need a little more acid. That's why we got that. Huh. Yeah. Orange jelly. Yes, yes. But for my dessert though, yeah. that was what I got. That was That's my. That's nice. That was the cold. Remember Urban Churn? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I was probably because I never really ate the ice cream. I'm not a big ice cream guy. Huh. It's things that are bad, you know, that make my body feel like shit. Yeah. Milk and sugar and cold. <laughs> it's bad. You know, if I'm at an ice cream place, there's like a 50% chance I'll okay. just get a milkshake. Samin Nusrat show called Milk, Sugar, Cold. Ice? Ice. Yeah. I'd watch it. Um, back to the DC food. I do miss. This. I like their teas. I would. Yeah. I was always stealing, uh, tea bags. I like the green pomegranate. That was good. Was I loved it. constant comet. Ah, I am. It's like that. Um, it was a good like little cardamom name? flavor black tea. It was great. Which Wilson is it? One Owen. of those Beach Boys. Luke. Oh, <laughs> Brian. Oh, I don't know. Ryan. One of the Wilsons is a good song. It's, I am your constant companion. I always thought of that with mm-hmm. that tea. I am your constant comment tea. <laughs> what Wilson is that? Anyway. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a great album. It's called like... Blue. I don't know. <laughs> Wait. Something. Uh, hmm. It's great. Um, but anyway, the food really good well in senior year i was like wait there are so many seeds here and i would just oh, have yeah. like old salads where i just put so much seeds. shit in it like i just put so many seeds it was incredible yeah. i got really into those seeds that's oh, nice those seeds so i got my the seeds salad bar was nice salad bar was nice except when they got rid of the sesame dressing which is my oh. favorite yeah i need some sesame they had flax chia yeah, you could really, you know, I was always amazed at the varieties of potatoes that the oh. DC had. Widowed potatoes. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> every week, they were always yeah. different. It was never the same <laughs> thing twice. See, I'm not a big potato guy, so I didn't have them that much. But I, I don't. I had the widowed once, and they were. Just... <laughs> What were they? No, they were never the same thing. Like, sometimes I'd be like, okay, I guess this is like a scallop potato. I think once we like... like, Sometimes I was like, okay, there's like cheese in here. I think once we looked them up, we couldn't find anything but a link to the DC menu. Yeah. The the widowed potatoes. uh, Widowed from reality. Widowed from... These potatoes don't exist. Officially, by all government documents, <laughs> these potatoes have never existed. <laughs> these potatoes died on January twenty third, two thousand four. Bush did potatoes. <laughs> Bush did widowed potatoes. <laughs> Bush widowed these potatoes. Damn, you telling me a Bush widowed these potatoes? <laughs> you telling me a widow potatoed? Potato, potato, potato. Um. Anyway. Those potatoes, oh, okay, breakfast potatoes, the shredded ones, not a big fan of the shredded. The diced were the best, I think. It's diced. Because the diced were really flavorful, they're all crispy, smooth. Tater tots were good, I but like after you have tots. four or five, you start to no. feel sick. <laughs> um, I so like greasy. the, uh, just like, hash, the yeah. sort of yeah. random. They did like Mexican egg hash, which is pretty good. Oh, yeah. 
Also, grapefruit. You know what was good? The tofu scramble. Yeah, it had a lot of mushroom for a time when I thought I was allergic to mushroom. Mm. Um, Yeah. It's okay. I mean, the whole junior year, I just like didn't really eat in the D.C. for breakfast. But yeah. Yeah, I didn't eat D.C. breakfast. Except for when I was either A, a freshman, or B, very depressed. That's fair. That was my, like... Senior year, I just got a lot of friends who wanted to swipe me in. Mm. But so I got a lot of food. We get free. it. You were popular. Not really, but okay. <laughs> you were popular. You were more popular than me. Okay. At Haverford. <laughs> I was shockingly popular at Haverford you were way for too who popular. I am. <laughs> yeah, say, I was like, really? You guys think this is cool? Say out of me, you, Ethan, and Michael. I don't. I feel like you're were the most popular because Michael was popular within a certain subset. Yeah, I was as well really as being a hot job. hanging out with everyone. Yeah. And then Ethan was like somewhat Ethan, popular. Ethan, I think, was really liked. I think, and he's, he was well known from his yeah. performance. And then I think I was a little infamous. You were by infamous. a lot of people. Because there was one year. But I of, think you were, everyone was like, oh, Cole's here? This is going to be fun. Really? In like yeah. larger public situations. Oh, yeah. I think I was getting large. Yeah, I think I had the good large public persona, yeah. but like not a lot of people who knew me that well. So, because, yeah, sophomore year, I think a lot of people knew me as Flynn Club. Yeah. Like, that incoming class. And the next class knew me as Officer of the Farts. Right. So, anyone who was from those two classes, I was kind of infamous. Yeah. Um, but then, so classes of 2020 and 21. Then the others, no one knew me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew, like, I didn't know... I feel like I knew all of the artsy kids. Yeah. But I don't know about... The you mean to hang out with the jocks? I have several jock friends from Haverford. I see. Yeah. I'm friends with Andy Beck. I'm friends with Michael Weber. Yeah. Yeah, I could Cooper. keep listing. Cooper is my biggest jock friend. Where's the jock? He has a hat that says bicep on it. <laughs> I love bicep. I love bicep. <laughs> um, my favorite thing is that Cooper would come to the rugby apartment above mine and at 9 p.m. that boy would be doing a keg stand. <laughs> oh, Cooper. <laughs> there was one year where I promised everyone if they came to Mart's I would do a keg stand and then we didn't have a keg. Damn. So someone just held me up while I drank a beer through a straw. <laughs> Great. I really love the idea of the first shower. I loved first shower. The idea is instead of first drinker, it's first shower, and you just have a bunch of beer or a keg, but it's in a shower that is running. Yeah. (laughs) And you have to go into the shower to get beer. We drank so much fucking Genesee. Yeah. Cream ale. I guess my apartment's too small to not be constantly wet, but it'd be fun when COVID's over to have a first shower. Oh, I would love first shower. You could do it in your apartment, apartment if you put a bunch yeah. of paper towels outside the bathroom. If I still live there by yeah, the time although, COVID's done. Yeah, it'd be better to have two bathrooms, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll move into a large yeah. group house just for first shower. And it's also better when you're not paying the water bill, but that's fine. I don't pay the water bill, apparently. Oh, your landlord does? Yeah. Nice. I only pay if it's hot water, apparently. It's a cold shower. Yeah, we would have. Well, well you want your. Is it like you pay for like the heat it yeah. takes to heat that up? Yeah. No, okay. You don't pay for the water though. So no. you, yeah. I'm cool. solid. Chris can yeah. fucking pay. Michael's house might be good for first shower. Yeah. Okay. Just be slippy. Everyone going Michael? up and down the stairs. Michael, Michael, if you're listening. To Michael, <laughs> please do first shower similar to first cow and first pants and first twink. 
first twinkle? Yeah, so do first shower or first, yeah. first twinkle. That's what, um, what's yeah. its face started doing. Oh, who? Some uh, gay. Q House. Yeah, yeah. First Twinker is so good. Yeah. yeah. Nerd House. I never went to Nerd House for an event. I really? went there once, and that was At to first, help Cecil move his stuff to study abroad storage. Freshman year. Really? And I never went back because I was horrified of what I had seen. <laughs> what did you see? Nerd House. Yeah, well, I remember I saw the posters, and I was like, Nerd House? What the fuck? A house I was for like, nerds? oh, that's fun. Like, I guess I'm more of a nerd than a jock. It's freshman year, like. It's the first day, fine. Like, I'll go with my friends. And we showed up, and I was like, I'm straight up not having a good yeah. time. Straight up. I think I was known about some people for my avid hatred of Nerd House. People are like, Cole's on about Nerd House again. <laughs> it's like, okay, but if you've been, like, student council enough plenaries <laughs> where they're absolute Fuck, bullshit and, house. like, transphobic. Yeah. Dicks. So, fuck that. Um, yeah. Yeah, also Antonio Gill, love-hate relationship. With yeah, him. I never had... He was on my freshman hall and then lived in Nerd House for... Yeah. Years. Yeah. He was always, like, we would see each other, we'd be like, oh, bro, like, it is good to see you. And then he'd be like, oh, fuck sucks. And I'd be like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. Like, why the fuck are you... Okay, but here's a point, because fucks, they should have played more jazz. <laughs> Why didn't they have jazz? <laughs> so Famously, we, fucks. Yeah. Hate Michael would have gone to fucks if they had jazz. That's true. Michael wouldn't have missed it if we had, um, you know. Jazz. Or a donk playing the high C all yeah, night long. All night long. All night long. All night, all night. All night, all night. You ever just love Lionel Richie? Yeah. Lionel. Hello. Hello. Yeah, have you ever listened to my phone ringtone? No. It's since like high school, it's just been a hello. Is it me you're looking for? (laughs) In high school, but it only ever comes up in like an awkward situation, like when I'm at work and never around like a crush or something. Yeah, somewhere where it would seem cool. I just like haven't changed it since I was seventeen. Got this (gasps) phone. I was just seventeen. You know what I mean, and the way she looked was way beyond the years. It's a creepy song. Mama, just killed a man. Ooh, and I saw God her standing there. <laughs> you Good can't movie. get that on Zoom. Good movie. Yeah, I hope you're really enjoying because Ethan's. Said a couple times, it was the most unlistenable pod ever. And I don't think you're prepared for the level. I mean, you are now because you listen this far, but I think yeah, we've had crazy that they've so much rambling. For in fact, I'm still talking. An hour and 50 minutes. Damn, we, we only got this. an hour left. We haven't talked about the most important topic Kaminsky? The, oh, yeah. We, we actually haven't <laughs> talked about the one thing we had planned to talk about. Um, but okay. let's savor that for the end. Before then, I think you want to talk about the future of podcasting. Oh, here we are in the future. We're all going to wear VR goggles <laughs> and watch porn. It's <laughs> unrelated. It's just the future. It's just, just twenty twenty. Oh, I thought that's how podcasts have... All podcasts are pornographic. Because I need to be doing something while I watch or listen to a podcast. Like pop culture happy hour. <laughs> With Linda Just Holmes. Just people fucking. <laughs> the VR. 
Yeah, okay, so here's, we were, we were thinking about what we're doing with the podcast, because we've got, we've got end of year stuff coming up, we've got the holidays coming up, um, I don't think we need to do as comprehensive of a Christmas episode, right, uh, or holiday episode, or Hanukkah episode. We did a good, I think uh, we, we did a good a lot. episode. And like, the thing about you and me is that we remember the things yeah. we say. Yeah, so if you want some holiday content... Go Listen back into the archives. Year. It's still up on SoundCloud. I think it's a great... We did a, our holiday episode. I think it was one of our best. Um, I so think, it's worth a re-listen. Yeah. Um, there's some Easter eggs some of you haven't found yet um, that might give you the clue to finding up to $20,000 in cash. Bitcoin. Shit. <laughs> Bitcoin cash. No. Which is a new currency we're introducing next week. It's called... Bitcoin cash. Bitcoin cash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know it's a little confusing, but yeah. see if you can keep up with the. Uh, speaking of Bitcoin, all. there was a Bitcoin joke in the Kaminsky myth. Wait, so I think we should do a big end of year podcast. Yeah, I think a big um, end of year. Like, I think I want to do it? a just music one. Okay. And um, end of year, everything else. And then end Best of Best times, year, the worst like, of times. Yeah. Best virus. First cow. <laughs> oldest <laughs> oldest pants. pants. <laughs> um, uh, what was the other thing I said? So we should send a picture of the oldest pants, but I feel like there is a video I mentioned. Oh, it's, uh, I gotta show you the Peter Serfin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I love that already. Um, okay, so speaking of things that are old, the Kaminsky method. So we're sitting in a diner with our friends Michael Douglas and Aki. Nous uh, prenons un déjeuner. Des œufs. Et c'est toujours les œufs, les œufs, les œufs. Et uh, uh, oui, Michael oui, Douglas oui. est complètement. Uh, complètement boil, uh, partial boil. Uh, D'accord. <laughs> Il dit. J'adore les œufs du diable. Ah, diable. Mais euh, nous parlons, euh, dis, nous disons, nous disons, euh, euh, nous disons euh, les euh, nouveaux euh, télévision programmes euh, de Netflix. La méthode du Kaminsky. De Kaminsky méthode. Euh, nous euh, mettons euh, une télévision show euh, pour les Kaminskys. Uh, oui, c'est uh, it's a help methodology oui, oui, for anyone oui. Kaminsky. Oui, ensuite, uh, Emily et moi uh, regardons les premiers trois épisodes de Méthode du Kaminsky. Et maintenant, uh, ici, notre uh, uh, thoughts. The Hereford Center just said that they will cancel VCAM to finance our band. <laughs> Wait, what? That's what the Hereford Damn. Center said. I hope it's whoever's been doing a James. great job who did the memes that I was like, there is no Hereford Center mailing list. <laughs> I'm trying to have dot scopes on Hereford Center. <laughs> Everyone is subscribing to Hereford Center mailing list. <laughs> Those are such good memes. Yeah, maybe it was James, honestly. Maybe. I think... Or there's like a sophomore intern. Yeah. So either of them. Well, we don't know any sophomores, right. really. Yeah, so. no, it probably is James. It's It must be either... Maybe it's Noemi. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Noemi <laughs> et, et un bébé. 
Ah, yeah. No, she's so pregnant. Damn, like that's a lot of so people pregnant. are very pregnant, but Naomi is the most pregnant woman in the world. Uh, <sighs> twins, triplets, cats. Twenty nineteen. <laughs> Congrats on your baby, cats. Twenty nineteen, Doctor Tom Hooper. <laughs> Tom Hooper. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, nous regardons uh, le premier trois épisodes de Le Comiskey Method. Can uh, we please speak English? Uh, yes, so we watched the first uh, three episodes. Du Kaminsky uh, Method. Uh, uh, and uh, here are our thoughts. <laughs> bon, bon, bon. Oh, hey. uh, sorry, I thought uh, I've had too much cocaine. Uh, <laughs> okay, Noah. Uh. Uh, no. So... No one only does cocaine if he has a crash or restaurant workers are pressuring him to. (laughs) I thought you only did it if uh, restaurant workers, he had a crush on restaurant workers. That's true. He does have a crush on Lee. But anyway. um, Yeah, true. Method Dukaminski. So, okay. First of all, Kaminski Method, they listened to us. There was a baby named uh, Trisket. (laughs) There was a baby named? I like to die. (laughs) It wasn't a baby. It was his girlfriend. Yeah, no, he's like... Uh, who are you seeing now? Trisket? Tristan? Um, We're not seeing each other Danny anymore. Danny DeVito puts his finger up Michael Douglas's butt. Michael um, Douglas? Jewish. Yeah. I didn't know. Because I assumed Kirk was like the goyest man. But, but Kirk Spartacus Douglas was a Jew. literally a Jew. Damn, that's crazy. Also like literally like a Belarusian. Yeah. Like he wasn't born in the... Like he was yeah. born in... Anyway, watch leftist film Spartacus. His father and his less leftist son, Michael Douglas. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should uh, end there. Yeah, wait, so the community method is Alan Arkin doing a pretty... He sounds a lot like Bernie, he is what I thought. Oh, wait, 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 I need to tell a, a story. Impression. I need to tell a story yes. right now. Okay, my mom, she does, like, volunteer English teaching at a yeshiva. Um, and she was telling me today that she has, like, a group chat, a group me with... Uh, the other English volunteer English teachers at this yeshiva. And there's an 80-year-old retired dentist named Barry, who's... No, Bernie. It's Bernie. Sanders. Yes, it's Bernie Sanders. Madoff. Or Maddow. It's... So my mom and Bernie are like pals. Yeah. And then there's this other guy, Harvey. And Bernie, in the group me which they have, like, usually just for, like, organizing lessons, sharing Zoom links. So Bernie wishes everyone a happy Thanksgiving. And my mom says, thanks so much. You got any special plans, Bernie? And they start just, like, sort of the two of them talking. Just the two. In in a group chat, which is, you know, it's annoying. Uh, But Harvey is like, you fucking idiots. Use, he said something like, could you use any of your intelligence to not do this in, like, the group work chat? Oh, my God. And then, like, Bernie started, like, teasing him. And then my mom and Bernie are in the DMs being like, that guy needs to cool off. Ha, ha, ha. We should send him ice. (laughs) Just, like, I love my mom's new 80-year-old best friend, Bernie. It's cool. Um... So anyway, um, Michael Douglas plays Sandy Kaminsky, who's an acting teacher who coached many of the great actresses. And his Jessica best friend, Lynn, Diane Keaton. Yeah. 
Um, his best friend is played by Alan Arkin, whose wife is dying, and spoilers, dies at the end of the first episode. But Mr. Kaminsky was on a date with an 50-something-year-old woman who was in his acting class and they had a very awkward scene in the acting class where she asked him on a date and he kind of screamed. And Anyway, um, so but he brought his date to the hospital because he didn't realize Alan Arkin's wife was dying, um, which is a little awkward because his friend just died. Um, so uh, the first season seems to just be about mourning. <laughs> yeah. Not the time of day, but uh, grief um, with a bunch of like dick jokes and shit. Also, so Jay Leno. So the second episode LaBelle. is a funeral where Patty LaBelle sings it's Lady just, Marmaduke. So, okay, episode one, this woman dies. Episode two, it's just the funeral. You're right. For right. The episodes also, minutes. like, don't, like, there's not a lot of structure. It's just, like, things happen, then the episode ends, and you're like, oh. Yeah, that okay. happened. Someone episode three, it's just about Michael Douglas not being able to right. pee. Which is why that Danny goes and feels up his prostate. Um, yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of jokes. There are jokes about gay people. Um, there are jokes about young people, and they're, you know, they love Instagram Bitcoin. these days. Bitcoin. Um, Quaaludes. Yeah, there's a joke about how they're old and having trouble peeing. Yeah, a lot um, of joke about being old and Jay Leno peeing. makes some jokes. Um, yeah, Jay Leno. Yeah, Jay Leno. Um, Patty LaBelle hates Alan Arkin. Patty LaBelle, friend of the city. Yeah. You know, it, it is still, like, I can't believe... Like, if he were president, Alan Arkin would definitely should play Burton. He probably doesn't want to, yeah. but he's, like, got the voice that Larry David just doesn't. No. Not the same voice at all. So, Alan Arkin, go on Chapo. Um, Larry David, uh, I hear your go daughter's book is not that great. Oh. <laughs> um, what was the thing? Your grandparents survived the Holocaust. <laughs> That's Can, so funny. Imagine... Yeah. Breaking up with Larry David's daughter and you are Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson, yeah, that's crazy. Pete David. Um, so yeah, we watched that. We watched Death Becomes Her, which is a movie. It's pretty good. It was great. We watched some Dawson's Creek. I um, love Dawson's it's Creek. It's pretty good. I enjoy it. I can't believe you said the Kaminsky method was better than Dawson's Creek. No, it wasn't necessarily. It's just that I don't know. Dawson had a really cringe plotline. It's also kind of all over the place. It's, like, worse, but also better. Whereas the Kaminsky method is a flat line. You know, you're in for Kaminsky, and I think we laughed more at the ridiculous things. Yeah. Did. So, Maybe we were just I think that... Dawson's, like, a better show. Like <laughs> Dawson... You, you need both, because Dawson, they're right. teens. Kaminsky, they're elderly. And then you meet in the middle. You meet in the middle. And then you have the 40-year-old virgin with Steve um, Carroll. And on that note, we should go watch yeah. the 40-year-old virgin. We're going to watch Paul Blart and okay. Pop. So we need to, we need to uh, do a handshakes to finish the episode mm. since we're in person. Right. Okay. Oi, 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 oi. Boo, boo, boo. Why did you fuck my wife? <laughs> uh. Sir, is this your cat? Ta-da! If you can replicate that on DC Ooh. Pod, we'll we, pay you. We gotta end it in a song. Okay. And we're gonna sing uh, Where Summer you Girls lead, by Al. I will follow. I will follow. Any, anywhere that you tell me to. If you, you need me to be with you, I will you remember follow. What?
oh, 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 oh. Uh, like girls who wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Chinese if you had one wish, sick. you think it's gone since the summer. Summer. One summer and you never. When I met you, I said my name was Rich. You look like the girl from Abercrombie. New girls on the block got a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. And I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer. I heard a line Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sore nets. Have a good day.